Francesco, buon Natale anche a te, Merry Christmas, e buon anno. Eh, io preferirei Amiga 1200 because he, it's even Aga chipset. But if you have an Amiga 6000 with a vampire, wow, I'm waiting for Vampire Book 4 for the Amiga 1200. Bye! Listener voicemails to Man Behind the Machine, Vienna, Austria. Well, I'm a bit wrong to ask you because I'm not an expert on on phones or on, on, on China or whatever. I have, uh, personally, I have a Samsung. It's not from China and not from Apple, so I don't know. I'm, I don't think that, you know, from a, from a data perspective that there is much difference between those companies or between you know the stealing the data that is in the media with uh, Huawei phones and US and and that I, I don't believe in that I, I've seen the Huawei um, phone and you know I've seen the presentation of the phone of the P20 made and it was quite impressive but I don't have it I, I saw it on a, you know, on a, on a selling uh, floor or exhibition and tried it a bit, um, you know, you, you have to get used to, to the phone, it's a bit different to Samsung, but um, in the end uh, I was very disappointed about the homepage of Huawei, they have many mistakes on the, on the homepage and that's, that's a bit a uh, shame, you know, for a product that expensive that they, they cannot make a good homepage. For the quality, I, I don't know, but about the quality, you know, the most stuff is um, produced somewhere and and we buy it and you know it's about the make and about the construction i have now a nikon camera that is yeah a bit older sure but you know that the uh, battery somehow exploded or got bigger inside the case and did not use it much or did not um you know um charged it often or something like that so uh, it just got bigger inside and now i cannot you know, um, pull it out through the slot because the slot is too small and the battery is too big. Uh, I never seen that, you know, in any product, like in any phone, in any, you know, Sony PSP, in any Game Boy or whatever. So, you know, I was surprised that it's, it's not uh, that the good quality, even it's, it's it was expensive camera. But you see you have just have luck with with the things you cannot see inside you cannot know what company is, is doing what and you know samsung also had battery problems and yeah in, in general i don't like to buy you know such things from china that are often yeah pirate copies thank you for sending your voicemails to man behind the machine send a mp3 quality from your phone to us on Twitter, Anchor, iTunes, Google Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
pirated products are often of very bad quality and often, you know, do not even do what you want, you know, like simple covers that uh, from from Game Boy covers uh, beginning that, that that do not snap in well or that you know just have a different feel and different uh, sound when you drop it you know like it's just not the same as the original part it, it doesn't matter it's just not the same and you know like earphones that are bad quality and stuff like that so um, it's, it's a bit useless to produce such a thing when you cannot use it or do not enjoy to use it, so I think that's a bit uh, big of waste uh, for the for the environment and and stuff like that. So it's useless to transport it all the way here to here, and then throw it away, you know, because just you're not satisfied with it. So um, well, I would just say um, for the conclusion. is to, you know, I don't really care about the, the data, the privacy thing that, that they have uh, ongoing there because uh, they, I think the Huawei thinks they did not have any, you know, any facts or anything like that. So, I mean, if there are reasons for concern, it's okay to be alerted, but if there is no no reason for concern, I don't know if it makes sense to to, to start such a such a business war. <laughs> um, for the quality, you know, if it's a known brand or something like that, it's it's sure okay and and will be you know within the limits of of, of what is possible today. Um, doesn't matter where it was built if it was built well, uh, but for the all the pirated things and stuff like that, you know, it, it just does not compare to the to the real um, products that. It's just not the same. It may be even a reason for a concern for your safety, uh, and that's that's not worth it. You know, if you buy a cheap battery and and your house burns down, it it wasn't worth it. You know, so. Yeah, but you see also. Um, major brands or like uh, Nikon is, is a known brand and also does uh, happen that there is a problem with, with those products so you cannot know it but I would suggest to, to stay to the OEM products and stay to the products or brands you know and and that's it, you like it you, li- you don't like it and um, if you don't have a good feeling then don't buy it and if you, if you like the product and if you think that it will do what you want then buy it so in the end it's a personal choice um, you know everyone has has to make up his own mind if he's uh, um, yeah, interested in, in his state or if he's uh, you know believing those things or if he's more for the facts or if he um, knows the brand since I don't know 20 years and was never disappointed so that's all experience you know if you make a bad experience you probably won't buy it again if you made a good experience you probably stick with it um, so you know it's, it's just a personal thing and with your personal experience uh, I think everyone has um, enough you know knowledge or enough uh, um, information available on the internet or whatever so everyone can can make up his mind it's, it's good to be concerned and alerted about some things but in the end you know I, I don't want to say 
don't buy this stuff because uh, I, I don't have the insights of, of the reasons of why to, to say that or why not to say that. So uh, that's, that's just my, my opinion. Voicemails from Rome, Italy. Hi Nico, buon Natale anche a te, Merry Christmas and buon anno. Uh, io preferirei Amiga 1200 because we, it's have an Aga chipset. But if you have an Amiga 6000 with a Vampire, wow! I'm waiting for Vampire 4 for the Amiga 1200. Bye! Hi Nico, happy new year, un abbraccio anche a te. I don't know because I used only personal pint for the Amiga and I have an original personal pint 7, I think, I don't remember. And I used no iPhone, iPhone is not a phone, iPhone is a boop, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I used a Xiaomi, a Chinese phone. Bye, ciao Nico. Hi Nico, Merry Christmas for everybody. Well, I don't know because the Amiga 500 is very old and the Amiga 1200 have the Aga chipset. I prefer the Amiga 1200. Commodore 64 is a great game, I think. I think for the Commodore 64. Voicemails from Chicago, Illinois. Here's my Blue Pet 2001 computer. I've been working on this recently, adding uh, sound capabilities. When it first came out in 1977, it had no sound, uh, but the community quickly figured out how to add sound. This is a uh, flyer from Cursor Magazine. Here's my... What's up, buddy? Happy New Year. Thought so I'd uh, return your call. Been crazy busy lately. But uh, tonight's the night uh, we do some celebrating, so if you want to come over and hang out for a little bit, you're more than welcome. We're going to have some drinks and probably play some inappropriate games and stuff. So if you're down, come join us. All right, bye. Voicemails to Man Behind the Machine from around the world. Computer Collection Vienna. So I'm back from the dead. Was sick for, for a week or almost. So today, awesome day. We'll get some some new stuff and let's see what we, we can get, you know. You use plastic, but we bought cash. We see some people ahead that we're gonna pass. Yeah, so we will... Uh, 
pick some stuff up, then I will have to learn, and I will write the test, and then I will, yeah, be very, very much busy, you know. Hey, Nico, don't, don't. There was a TRS-80, okay, like a Model 3 with the monitor and the T-shirts built in, you know. Uh, I looked it up on the on eBay and they sell for 8,200 euros. So 8,200 euros in that, you know, space in that in between those amounts, okay. And and I say, you know, I can pay untested maybe half of it. So I said 40 for the for the TRS-80. And you know the guy comes and says, "Yo, this is this is rare. This is like a 200, 250 euros computer, okay?" And and I had some other stuff like PlayStation shit. You know, I, I don't like the the PlayStation, but there was nothing else. They just leave the the the, the shit for us, you know. And I picked some some stuff of 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 that pile and. And and I said you know seventy for everything so like thirty for the for the PlayStation shit and and forty for the TRS eighty <laughs> and that's it you know and and then he said no no it's, it's such a such a rare machine you know and yeah in the end I just you know I just put the PlayStation back uh, so most most of it. And and I said, you know, keep the TOS 80, I don't care. He said, yeah, okay, because it's Christmas, you can have it, you know. But I already put it back on the on the on the pile, and I was so mad, you know. Oh God. So I put it back to the to the <laughs> chunky out there, you know, like like I don't care. And then I say, you know, you can make a price for the for the shit that's left, you know. Beep. And 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 that was it, you know. I don't want to carry the TRS-80, you know. Uh, and there is no no money in it, and it's so so huge. I don't have a space anyway, you know. So so I I was just pissed and say, you know, keep the shit and and do whatever you like. I am not the TRS-80 guy, so I I don't need it really you know it was just interesting or the most interesting the most retro stuff that was there but you know it, it was it was just a huge uh, um i don't know they said they have no no space there you know on the on the on the stupid thing but like the, you know before before that we we, we were not there for a long time okay i have to say that you know we, we really you know, my friend, yeah, I, I, she also said, you know, the big topics were uh, AI, artificial intelligence, UI, user interface, uh, UX, user experience, so how we can improve that, deep learning, um, and also NLP is natural language um, processing. So maybe as we, we talk now, you know, it's, it will be uh, interesting to to do more with our language, more with our, um, yeah, stuff like that, you know, like like uh, visuals, so recognition of patterns, uh, recognition of images. If you just, you know, you can learn a machine how a, how a dog looks like, but, you know, it, it has to um, differentiate that from, from a cow, for example. Or I have tried the Microsoft HoloLens. It's like a glass with an integrated PC, and it will, you know, generate uh, holographic images to the 
in front of your side, you know, so you it's like a head-up display, so to say, but like a class. And that was really interesting, you know, it's, you know, it's a bit, how should I tell it, it's, um, you know, it's a standalone unit, so it has a Windows 10 PC in it, it has a battery in it, it is, you know, it has display like that in it, so you can, you can see all the environment as you and the cool thing is you can buy the collector's edition of the Farming Simulator 2019, which is uh, PC or Xbox or different versions available. And you get the Commodore 64 version with it on an emulator CD. But I have bought um, a press release kit, something like that, that you that is not in retail. So I get a real cartridge of the Farming Simulator just pop it in into the Commodore and let's uh, you can start it so it's a real cartridge and a real box and a limited edition of the farming simulator on the cartridge that's very cool for 2018 and probably is uh, the most sold C64 game for a long time it's set at uh, about 70,000 70, uh, farming simulators will get produced so that makes it the most sold C64 game for a long 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 time so happy about that um, we'll get it in a few days and maybe review it or uh, test it out so just uh, to be clear on that and uh, yes Virginia there is news so you shot so whatever, go out there, get a Commodore 64, trade up, take your sinker, go to Jack Tramiel and ask for a Commodore 64 discount. Trade in and trade up. Well, uh, update on the Super Plus 4 project, I, I thought I have a solution for the problem. There's an angle and, yeah, there's a step inside the design and the angle stays the same. So, you know, it has has to make sense for both, um, what should I say, for, for the back and the front, for both of the, of the parts that have various heights but the same angle it has to make sense for for that and so they have an yeah solution for the problem and i have now well designed the with the with eight millimeter um height that was suggested by one image but another image shows that it could be 11 millimeters and that's like three millimeters off and well now i'm i'm not sure which one is red and I uh, found now evidence again for the 11 millimeter version for the higher version and thus I ran again into the, the problem and I, I don't know how to solve it or how to you know I, I only have those images that are, I have there and cannot make any sense of those and that's giving me a bit of a headache and that's why I stopped it now yeah no, not sure if there is a solution to that
else I can just make a yeah, fantasy product and I guess uh, I'm not happy with that because I want to be satisfied with the work I do and if it, especially if it costs a lot to make that, it makes no sense to to make just anything, you know, just because you cannot measure a thing in the 21st century. I mean, sure, it's, it's near to impossible to make a perfect reproduction because first thing, I don't have the unit, so I have to rely on others for the measurements. And second thing is that, yeah, there is always hard to, to, to measure something that, that was built and made out of plastic that, you know, is, is not 100% the same at every space and whatever. You cannot uh, saw it through to, to, to get an inside view of, of, of everything because it's just too, you know, too, too rare to, to do something like that. And uh, even the laser would maybe give you some some sense of millimeters off so it would never be perfect even if you laser it it would you know there would be some strange thing somewhere so yeah so the only way would be that someone would double check that and verify what's what's the problem and what is right what is wrong i have a picture with uh, with a ruler standing there and it says clearly eight millimeters and I also have an image from my friend who measured some parts of it that says 11 millimeters. I also have an image of the of the back of the unit, and I measured myself with the with the ruler on the screen. And you know, I've set it up to one one measurement that I know. So I, you know, I just scaled it on the screen to have the right measurement, and it also comes out at. at 11 millimeters or something like that so yeah it's it dismisses my eight millimeter theory also the the, the the numbers all fit well together but it's strange that that one one part can have two measurements and well I don't get it into my head and I don't want to proceed with this wrong you know wrong wrong uh, measurements because it messes everything up and uh, again it's not what I want to do, I wanted to do it as best as possible, and if that's not possible, then maybe it's not my thing. So maybe it looks a bit too too flat to me, what what I've currently designed. But again, it's it's really hard to say. So I don't I don't know it. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, I just yeah thought that I will use use those. Uh, measurements that, that someone took and make the design happen and never thought that there would be such a strange problem that you know three millimeters is it's like it's like more than I don't know I don't know the interest the interest system you know I, I don't know that but it's more than one sixteenth of of an inch so you know that's that's pretty much and I don't understand how that's possible that that you measure something and it's different all the times so that's that's just very strange and again need some help there if i do not get help then i will probably stop it or maybe just you know do anything like like i don't know i i just wanted to have it perfect spot on as good as possible with the with the you know we know the limits there is some limits to to that but 
it's not my thing to create a fantasy product. Most people would probably be happy with that, you know, like what it is now. But I'm not sure if I'm happy about <laughs> about that. So I'm perfectionist and I want to have it, you know, spot on. And yeah, it's I mean, it's it's not possible. As I said, there is limits to that because we never get 100% measurements and 100% everything, you know. But if the impression is wrong and three millimeters again is not not that small amount, you know. It's like in design, it's every every millimeter counts. If you're off by one millimeter, you cannot screw in the the screw. If you're off by three millimeter, you're an idiot, you know. And and that's that's a bit ridiculous that this is not possible to to measure and to find out. And that's why. I, yeah, I am a bit disappointed. I have time now to make it, and probably when I get the help or not, not get the help, I don't have the time any longer to, to do it. So, yeah, it's a bit frustrating. I could have done it now, but cannot do it now. So. Welcome to Commodore S Vision V1.0 Beta 9 RC1 Asterisk Asterisk Asterisk. Commodore USA is delighted to present Commodore S Vision, a distinctive, attractive, advanced and stable operating system experience that includes an abundance of the greatest cutting-edge productivity, creativity and entertainment software available in the open-source world. Commodore S Vision is a community-driven software project provided for free to Commodore enthusiasts purchasing Commodore USA computer equipment. Usage on other hardware may vary. We apologize, but telephone support is currently not available for Commodore S Vision. If you are experiencing technical difficulties with Commodore OS Vision, please ask for assistance from the growing community surrounding our products, which can be found at www.commodoreamiga.org. Note, many of the Ubuntu Maverick-based solutions found online are also applicable to Commodore OS Vision. Please visit www.commodoreusa.net for more information on our products, which include the new Commodore 64, the IC series, and a meager range of desktop computers. We hope you enjoy Commodore OS Vision. Warmest regards, the Commodore USA team. Merry Christmas for everybody. Well, I don't know because the Amiga 500 is very old and the Amiga 1200 and the Aga chipset, I prefer the Amiga 1200. Commodore 64 is a great game, I think. I think for the Commodore 64. Hi, it's Robin from Growing Up 80s. I've got some thrift store finds. So today I just found this and it is a Unitrex 89 SLW. And I love these old calculators, probably from the 70s here. I like the, uh, you know, any of these calculators that are made of metal. They have the colorful buttons. I love seeing red and blue. So Unitrex, it's not a very well-known company at all. Let's take a look at this if you... This is interesting. Like a lot of calculators, it comes in a, you know, kind of a wallet. Um, has a plastic holder here, but there's nothing at the top holding it. Well, actually, it's a snap that holds it in place. It seems fairly unusual. On the back here, it says see, voltage and battery, 4.5 volts DC. Power consumption, 300 milliwatts. It's got the serial number, 
Unitrex of Canada Limited, made in Hong Kong. It's got a battery compartment there. It looks like it'll take three AAAs. Looks like it's in decent shape. My quality batteries here. Great value. You can see there the two batteries this direction. And then, okay. Close it up. Take a look here and try turning it on. And nothing. All right, let's try a little trick here. Sometimes it's just the contact is bad down here in the batteries, so I'll just try just gonna try rotating the batteries like this. Oh, and there we go. That works pretty often. I'll put the door back on. There we go. So let's see, five plus five equals 10. See, square root button, whoop, zero. Well, something's not working too well there. Uh, let's see, six times six, 36. Put in memory, there's a little dot indicating that there's something in the memory. Press the clear button, memory recall. So that's working, clear memory, dot goes away. There's another one, five, and this lets you swap the current number on the screen out. Well, that's not working too good either. Well, this calculator sort of works, but sure looks cool. It also includes this pen, which I'm sure doesn't work, and this little pouch here. Still has the old manual, Unitrex A9SLW. Some instructions there. Pocket size calculator in a wallet. It operates on three standard size AAA 1.5 volt batteries. Eight function calculator with a full access memory, all in algebraic mode features such as floating decimal point. Gives you a breakdown. And the other side is French here. This is common in Canada to get devices with both French and English instructions. I tried looking up this Unitrix on the internet really no information here in the manual about the company. And I'll put that away. There's probably some sort of short circuit in this upper area on the uh, circuit board. It might need a bit of extra insulation or some cleaning. So I'll put that away back in the sleeve. And put that snap back in there. So there, it's in there pretty good. Still holds, holds good. Okay, so that's the Unitrex A9SLW calculator. And I didn't find this today. 
This is a game I also found at a thrift shop some years ago. Robocop the Series. It says copyright 1995, Orion Pictures Corporation and Robocop Production Limited Partnership by Micro Games of America. It's got like a D-pad, start attack, sound and mode buttons, and an ACL. I don't know what's going on in there. And on the flip side, again, that Micro Games USA speaker, maybe a reset hole, battery compartment. And this one takes two double A's. Again, with the great batteries. Great value. Okay, and there it is. So this one doesn't have a power switch at all. Nothing along the edges. I was playing this a bit earlier. So strangely, it has a mode button, but all the mode button seems to do is switch between demo mode and the game mode. I think that shows the high score in the top corner there since I just put the batteries in. Current high score is zero. Let's give it a try here. So the idea is that you are Robocop. You can move around. There's a six area, six uh, spots. You three rows he can move in. And either a forward position or a backward position. And you gotta shoot those robots. You get 10 points for shooting them. And you only get one shot with your gun, and they gotta go grab another gun from this guy. There he is. There you see, now I got the gun. And I'm waiting for another. There we go. So I just. And there's that criminal count up in the top right. It says criminal two. That means that there are two remaining. I just picked up a shield. Looks like a can of spinach from Popeye there. Waiting for another gun to show up. There's one. Oh, missed them. And when you pick up that shield, that can of spinach then your score blinks to show that you have a shield and you can take one hit without dying. There, last criminal left. Okay, and then the area is done. Then Robocop's car appears up here. Actually, it says up in there, I think it says Criminal Alley. It's almost like the screen's misaligned on this one up there in the top corner. And then the game just sort of waits for you. So you get 10 points for each uh, robot you destroy. Then you move up to this corner and push left. And then you'll drive to the next area and get 50 points for it as well. Okay, so again, I'm waiting for one of these guns. There it is. Got the gun. 
There's my shield. Oop, didn't grab it though. There's my shield. Where is my gun? There, that's my best robot voice. Uh, my best Robocop voice? I don't know. Why do you keep bringing me guns that only have one shot in them? Okay, and there, one last, whoop. Here, Mr. Robocop, sir, I got your single shotgun for you. There we go. So cleared that area, and up here is a little indicator. That's how many areas you have to clear to go to the next level. So now I'll grab this, I'll get my 50 points. Right now I'm on level two, it says in the top right corner. So anyway, this game actually gets pretty fun when you get to the higher levels. It gets really fast and frantic. Well, got the shield. Waiting for a gun. And why Robocop can't have his own gun. It's dependent on these other guys to show up. Oh, there. Took a hit. There we go. There. Robocop took a hit and one of his heads appears up here when you die. Whoop. Okay. Game over. So that's Robocop the series by Micro Games of America. And uh, I did look on the handheld museum and uh, didn't see anything for Robocop the series, but there was a Robocop 2 game on there that appeared to be identical gameplay-wise. So I suppose they developed one of the two games, uh, maybe the Robocop 2 one first, and then when the TV series came out uh, in the mid-90s, they just like rebranded this game uh, for the new TV show. So those are a couple of my thrift store finds. If you enjoy what we're doing here, please subscribe and uh, hit that little bell icon so you're notified when a new video goes up. And do you have any fun thrift store finds? Boy, I meant to say neither of these is actually in the 80s. I, I believe this calculator is from the 70s. I know this Robocop game was made in the 90s. Uh, however, Robocop himself is an 80s character, but maybe between 70s and 90s, it averages out to 80s. Okay, thanks for watching. Have a great day.